Wake up, sports bettors. You think you have the winner? Well, don't you think it's time to put your money where your mouth is and make some cash? Well, put down the beer and head to BetUS.com for a 125% bonus, putting you ahead instantly. You'll make each sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line. Earn bragging rights over all your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, and basketball matchups, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sports book is as welcoming to newcomers as BetUS with their jaw dropping sign up bonuses. Sign up today with promo code COACHTALK to enjoy a 125% sign-up bonus up to $2,000, the best in the biz. Create an account to start making bets against the spread, future bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sportsbook in the industry is as committed to their users as BetUS. Sign up now and get on the winning side of the ball. Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Friday, September 18th. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Hansen, to talk about this NBA showdown slate tonight. So how are you this morning? We're uh, recording this Friday morning rather than the night before. We wanted to get our arms completely around this game, and we are fired up to share that with you. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, exciting, excited to see this matchup. Uh, what a run by Denver. And now they get to meet up with the Lakers, who are well-rested. Uh, back spasms for Rondo. We'll get into that. But, yeah, it's going to be an exciting matchup and feeling pretty good. We had a nice football night last night. Uh, both of our FanDuel lineups cashed for our members. So uh, ready to get some basketball back into the mix here and keep rolling. Fantastic. And we have been hot in uh, in a little bit of everything. I mean, golf's going great uh, for our lineups we put in. I know Wingfoot's playing a lot tougher today. I was checking it out earlier this morning and at that, you know, the cut line right now is at about plus four, plus five. So, you know, they're not having a great time out there. That's, that's right. for sure. They are grinding. And then, and then you and uh, Shane are just on a fantastic start for NFL. So, Congratulations to both you guys and our listeners that are taking advantage of that. And then we know we've been hovering close to that 80% win mark in the NBA. And now that we don't have that many games, every slate is super important because right now we're less than three-tenths of a point from getting back over 80%. So I am really grinding in and looking for some wins here. Uh, you know, we're down to the final four teams so very interesting and i gotta say too I'll, you know you're gonna be surprised at this but i like to watch the coaches and look at the whole coaching of everything that's going on i know sort of uh talk, as as obvious as the nose on my big nose on my face but uh I, i'll tell you what man if you watch Spolster these last two games that dude can coach the ears off an elephant, man. I, I'm telling you, that guy is the, the he switches his rotations, you know, the zone shows, and even his rotations on the zones where you're helping the helper, they're not getting easy looks. 
and they're in position because of their rotation in that zone to rebound, which is usually a dead weakness, uh, you know, when you're playing zone. Right. I just, there's so many small things that he does uh, that are just so impressive. And, you know, they're up 2-0, and they're, I believe, 10-1 in the playoffs. And I, I really do attribute a lot of that to coaching because, you know, look at it at the surface. You've got a great leader in Butler, but he's not really a shooter. You know, and then you've got Dragic, who's at toward the end of his career, very close to it, playing at a super high level. And then you mix in these super young folks like Tyler and, and Bam and just create, you know, a plug guy like Jay Crowder that can play D and knock down some threes. So, I mean, the way Riley and Spolster set up this team and the way that, that he's coaching it, I just, you know, I'm I'm a Riley fan from years ago, and if, if any of you folks out there are listening uh, that are coaches or enjoy coach reading, uh, read Riley's book called Showtime. It is absolutely amazing. It it, it chronicles the, the when they won it, and then he goes up to the podium and he guarantees the fans at the parade from that year that they're going to win it again the next year, which nobody ever does. And then it chronicles that whole path of how they got back and did win it a second season. And sort of everything Riley is, he's passed on to Spolster. I mean, Spolster started out as his video guy. He wasn't even a coach. So to build up from that point, you know, I just wanted to share that since we are coach talk. I get to right. get on my coach soapbox sometimes. But if you want to watch good coaching and watch the intricate ways uh, that you know, he maneuvers the game. Uh, it, it's awesome. And and I'll tell you what, it's it's going to be tough to come back for Boston down two against a team that's that disciplined and that well coached with leaders like Butler and Dragic at the helm. Well, I agree with you. Spolstra is excellent. And Jimmy Butler admitted it. He said Boston has more talent, but Miami's playing hard. They're relentless. They're not concerned about those second-half deficits. So certainly Spolster deserves a lot of the credit. And you look out at the West as we as we have Denver now in the Western Conference Finals, and you got to question Doc Rivers. I mean, up 3-1 against Denver and ahead in that game five, and they can't put it away. I mean, that's, that's going to wear on that organization for a long time. That is a rough, rough way to go. I mean, how many coaches out there would say, "Sign me up for up three-one against Denver," and they'll find a way to put it put it away? Um, you know, I think Doc's a very good coach, but um, just wanted to mention that because you know a lot of credit is being given to Denver, rightfully so, for for that tremendous comeback. But that can't happen when you have that much talent because that's the difference. We're talking about Miami being better than their talent, and the Clippers were not. So. Uh, Denver deserves a lot of credit, but man, uh, that's going to be a rough off season for the Clippers. I'll tell you, it, I'm glad you brought that up because I've got some thoughts on that too. Now, I I went to three Buffalo Braves games in '74 with my dad. I was 10 years old, and I remember them like they were yesterday. And that Buffalo Braves team ended up becoming the LA Clippers. So. Do you know how many times the Buffalo Braves sat slash San Diego Clippers, now L.A. Clippers, have made a conference final? Is it zero? It is zero. <laughs> so we're talking about, you know, 
50 years of basketball, they've never been to a conference final. So number one, they have a huge monkey on their back, you know, and just a, like a jinxed organization, if you will. But then I think here's my the reason I'm going to give the Clippers a pass. And everybody is beating the hell out of the Clippers. Here's my here's what I say about this. They worked their tail off, rested their guys, and were ready to have a home court advantage and, and get through these playoffs in a normal manner. There are some teams like the Bucks and the Clippers that this whole bubble thing really screwed them because they couldn't take advantage of their rested time when the playoffs should have started because everybody had that long break. It didn't matter anymore. And then they lost their home court and momentum. So, you know, you can't blame that completely on them. Secondly, if there was any organization that was affected most by the protests and the civil unrest, it was the Clippers. You had Doc Rivers somewhat being the coach's spokesman for the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Several very emotional pleas when, you know, he talked about, you know, they don't love us back and all of that. I mean, that's draining, distracting and very difficult. So I, you know, I am e easily give them a pass. Paul George admitted it. He said he was depressed. He was he, it was bothering him. He didn't even know why they were there sometimes. You know, that's hard to make. A playoff run is almost impossible. Uh, and then when you add those factors in, you know, I say get off the back of the Clippers and even the Bucks. You know, let's reset and see what they can do next season in, in the real deal. So that's my theory there. And it also has given this bubble opportunity, has given great coaches, the guys like Spolstra, a chance to say to his team, listen, this is an AAU tournament. We're all in the same place. There's no more home court advantage. The mat, the record during the regular season didn't matter. Let's just go out and play and win it. It's every game's a single elimination game. You play it with that mentality. And that's why you're seeing all these upsets. Boston's in there, Denver's in there, and Miami. So I think a lot of it has to do with 2020 being the weirdest year of all. And that's not to take away from the people that have won, but I think that you you have to, if you really look at it from those terms, uh, you know, get off the backs of those those guys, especially the Clippers, because they have the biggest mountain to climb with that 50 some year history. And, you know, they'll get there. They'll keep this team together. They'll God willing, we get in a normal world again. You know, they're going to open a new Coliseum. They're going to have their own place to play. And uh, I guarantee you, they'll with with Kawhi and George and and Doc at the helm, they'll they'll be back. The, yeah, those are fair points, and I certainly uh, look up to Doc for the leadership. Uh, I think he's a, a great leader, great person. Um, and certainly, when there's the, you know the mental health issues, depression, and everything they're going through in that bubble, I certainly understand that. Those are important factors. But uh, you know, that being said. Um, I think all of the Clippers would admit that they had sort of gotten through that. I mean, they were up 3-1, and they, they would say— They thought they got it through it, is what well, I— I think they would say, we were at the point where we, we had been dealing with that. We are up 3-1, so we still should have put them away. Oh, I mean, no doubt. So. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, that, believe me, I, what you said, they are not going to have— a restful off season that's going to yeah. eat the hell out of them because you know at 3-1 the other aspect of it too as a coach that you're always fearful of 
when when your next opponent is is who you've been waiting to play for years and years, they had three one. You know, they also could have said, okay, now we get the Lakers, but they forgot they had to win one more game. So, right. you know, there's a lot of combination of things there that that did not go well. But all that being said, and and you know, the reason I wanted to talk a little basketball here on the front side was. I've got a, a game theory, a game script, a lineup build, and a different approach today than I've had all season long. So all right. it, this this build and this uh, entire thinking comes with a warning. So it's not my normal solid where I, you know, safe cash came build. I am going to go with a theory. And I believe that it's going to play out, at least I hope it does, or close to it, that I think can really help some of our listeners uh, take down some GPPs, too. So my my take today, Andrew, and maybe you can help even the, the table back out, because I'm usually strictly a cash guy when I put my lineups up. It's going to have more of a GPP build to it. Okay. So, you know, maybe on your discussions with stuff, you know, you can can stick with a few of the stronger plays that you think are safer on the cash side, which, you know, that's up to you. But I just wanted to put that out there to the listeners, and I'm going to share that in our Discord as well. But I've examined this game from 10 different directions, and I, I think I've got a good feel. But before we jump into it, Can't wait to hear it. I know. I, I hope that keeps our listeners uh, tuned in right now. So so tune in again tomorrow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so... Real quickly, before we get started here, I want to thank our presenting sponsor. That is betus.com.pa. They are the best book in the industry. They've been around 25 years. I've been a member there, 13. Great payouts. Got to love it. Uh, You can go to uh, betus.com.pa. Use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space, and you get 125% on your first deposit. So if you put in a hundred, they're giving you $125 free play to play as well. And that goes all the way up to $2,000. Uh, definitely want to connect with them. They are the best. You can also go to our website, uh, dfscoachtalk.com, click on the banner that says 125% match, and uh, they will give that to you. All your sports wagering, uh, which we have a lot of folks playing NFL, jump on there. They also have a casino, a horse racing, pretty much anything you want to bet on, you can find at BetUS. All right, we are going to go through these games, just a real quick, this game, I should say, on this showdown slate. Uh, Let's go over the injury report that is up. It is brief. Uh, Dion Waiters, I know that screws up all your lineups, Andrew, but Dion Waiters is doubtful. So you may want to take him out. I know he was a 100% lock button. <laughs> and then we have what Andrew mentioned. Well, I'll mention LeBron James is probable. But wait, here's the news, though. I mean, I, mean, I got to stand up for this. I can't. You're not going to be able to see me, but Anthony Davis is not on the injury report. <laughs> First time that... since the mid-90s when he was uh... in grade school. That deserves one of your gifts in Discord with the guy with the announcement. Uh, Batman. Batman, yeah. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not on there. I, I, I'm i stunned. So, But LeBron's on there. He's probable. 
uh, lingering groin ailment, he's fine. The big news, though, and it does change the slate, is stinking Rajon Rondo. He's throwing a wrench in everything. He, all of a sudden, as of yesterday, so they've been off five days, so this isn't something that happened in the last game. This is something that's just happened, and he's having back spasms. And if you've ever had back spasms, I have, they're not good. You move one spot the wrong way, zing, they go, you're you're in bit bad shape. So he right now is listed questionable 50-50 with those back spasms. I'm sure they're working him like crazy to get that going. But that's a huge important thing because I think if Rondo's healthy, he's massively in play. If he's not, then Alex Caruso's massively in play, in my opinion. So that news we will be following all the way up until lock. Uh you know, because that may create a shift. All right, sir, I promise I'm going to let you talk so I don't get that YouTube person that always tells me, shut up and let your co-host talk. (laughs) (laughs) It is the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Lakers. Did you know that they're playing tonight? Yeah, that's the matchup. The Lakers minus seven. This is the betus.com.pa updated stats to the moment. I'll give them all to you. Lakers minus seven. They're minus 300 on the on the money line. The over-under is 211. The implied total for the Lakers is 109 and the Nuggets 102. So there we go, my man. Before I give you this coach taking a GPP day, and it's funny because we just had a couple of our folks uh, mentioning stuff in Discord, Josh EQ and a few people saying, you know, I want to switch, not play all GPPs, play some cash. And I'm like, you have to, man. Listen to our podcast on building your bankroll. you got to mix the two if you want to sustain and make money in, in uh, DFS. So, all right, man, take this game. You got it. No, I said, I don't want it. You, you've got us waiting. We want to hear the take the breakdown from the Mr. Cash. We want to hear this GPP angle. All right. You, you want me to just jump right to the Give it, give it to us. All right, I can do that. All right, here's my here's my game theory on this. <clears throat> Denver has started out both series very poorly, obviously being down 3-1 both times. Takes an enormous amount of focus and enormous amount of effort to come back from 3-1. Almost impossible. Never been done twice in a row, let alone twice in any playoff series in history. You look at them, they're basically a two-man team at this point. It is all about Jamal Murray and the Joker. After that, it's just fill in with what you can get and what can help you. I am going to go right off the schneid here, right at the beginning. I think the Lakers come in here and just beat the snot out of the Nuggets. I see a four-game sweep. Wow. I see today's game. 20 points plus beating and I'm going to build my lineup and strategically uh, to fit that blowout. And, and this is the, there's multiple reasons that I feel that way. Number one, it could not be a worse matchup for Denver. They, they don't have anybody exactly right to guard Anthony Davis. Jamar, Jeremy Grant, can jump through the roof, but he's skinny. Davis will just pound the, the daylights out of him. And then the, on the opposite side, you've got the strong guy in Millsap, lacks quickness. Davis will go right around him. 
So you've got big problems there. Uh, then the LeBron side of things isn't any easier. Gary Harris is small. So, you know, can he guard LeBron? He could be an irritant, like, sort of like Smart is with some guys at times, but LeBron will just do that steamroll, lower the shoulder, go to the basket every time. So I don't know how they're going to match up. I know Malone will try some geeky zones and they'll be hitting threes. And I just think the matchup is a disaster uh, for Denver. Uh, I think the Lakers will go back to that rotation where they play McGee at center uh, for some and, and then Howard a little bit as well. And what people forget is the Lakers had the best interior defense in the league. Uh, they were second overall to Milwaukee, but number one in the paint. So when you you know stack up LeBron blocking everything from behind at his size with Davis, who in my opinion should have been defensive player of the year, and, and then you've got the shot blockers of either McGee or Howard in there for 10, 12 minutes each, you know, they're going to just take the pain away. Then on top of that, you've got one of the best perimeter defenders in the league uh, in Danny Green that will be right up in Jamal Murray's chops. No help. Just stay with him and just don't let him shoot the ball. Don't let him rub off screens. And if he does rub off a screen, he's not facing some of these schmucks he's faced. He's coming off a screen. Now he's got to play Davis or LeBron or one of these guys. So, you know, it's going to be very rough sledding. I don't see a path for Denver to take off here. I, I just don't see it. I think it's just a really well-rested five games off Lakers team that's very focused now that the Clippers got knocked out and they feel like this is their time to win it. So that's my theory and that's how I'm going to build my lineup. So I'll just keep going here, man. I'm on a roll today. Okay. I'm I'm starting my lineup with Davis and LeBron. I think they play three quarters of the game and murder the Nuggets. Just forget whatever they want. Then after that, I'm going with, since it's a showdown slate, the mop-up guys, the guy, not like super end of the bench, but the guys that are the secondary flight guys that you normally wouldn't count on for all the points uh, that I think will get lots of run. Michael Porter Jr., the game's stretched. They're going to give that young man a lot of playoff experience. I think he'll get run. When Jokic is like frustrated and they pull him because they're getting smashed, I think Mason Plumley gets run, and he's still one of the best points-per-minute guys uh, in the league. So those are two guys I'm looking at right off the bat. And then depending on the Rondo news, if Rondo's 100% and he's going, um, then it's, it's not as big of a play. But if he is dinged or really questionable up until game time, the, the, the third guy I like a lot is Caruso. I think he'll get a lot of those minutes, uh, even when he's still alongside LeBron, but after uh, he leaves. So it's going to be pay up for Davis and James. Uh, I, I think Porter's the only Denver guy I'll have out there because I think he's going to get all those mop-up score minutes, and that dude has a nose for the basket. And then the other two or three spots, depending on which uh, site you're playing on, I'm going to look at uh, possibly Plumley for a second Denver guy, and then Caruso, 
and there's a little chance of maybe one other guy or two that's value off the bench that I'll share in Discord for people. Because I think with this type of a build, normally I, I build one lineup and I'm going for at most two. But I'll probably have three lineups here because I want to rotate a few of those guys. And, uh, you know, that's the way I see it playing out. I You know, I'm going to play uh, Lakers minus the seven as well and uh, see if, if this plays out, sir. So I know you're exhausted from doing all the work this podcast, but uh, <laughs> go ahead, man. The floor is yours. <laughs> yeah, well, interesting. Um, that is a bold take to, uh, you know, predict a four-game sweep. Um, but I, I do agree with you. I think the Lakers will will handle game one pretty easily. I don't know if they'll win by 20, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm going to end up with a very similar build to what you're talking about. Not not quite the same. But, you know, one thing to keep in mind here that kind of supports your your approach is that the Lakers came out a little bit flat in game one against Houston. Exactly. Lost that game, kind of a wake-up call, and then they got cranked up. And so I think they're going to be prepared to to be better here in this game one. And, you know, Denver's got, as you said, uh, a, a tough battle to try to turn it around again after another game seven. Yes, they have one more day to prepare than they did going into the last series, but uh, it's just it's just a tough turnaround. And physically and mentally. So I, th- I think the Lakers will handle them. Um, but the thing with this matchup is, even if Denver were rested, Jokic and Murray have really struggled against the Lakers this year. Uh, they've had plenty of opportunities. They've played four times. Murray is only averaging 34 DraftKings points, and Jokic is only 36. Yep. So if you put those averages together, that's 70. These guys have had games where they've each had more than 70. But now we're talking about them combining for 70 on average. So I, you know, this is, it's not, it's just not, it's just not a good matchup. Uh, I'm going to fade Jokic. Uh, That's the, the, the key here. And it's sort of, you, you did it without saying it, but um, that's uh, approach number one. And Murray is, Maybe where we might differ, um, you know, obviously you're, we haven't seen your final build yet, but Murray is cheap enough where you can play him with LeBron and AD. So that's what I'm probably going to do. On FanDuel, it's it's a little bit tight uh, to try to figure out who your two utility guys will be. Um, so I'm still playing with that. We'll have to see about the news on Rondo. But, you know, if you play AD and LeBron, which I also want to do, um, you know, you can't, first of all, you can't go all Lakers. And if you leave out Murray, I don't think you can find enough other Lakers who are going to have 30 plus fantasy points. So I think you, I think you need Murray, even if he only gets 35 fantasy points. And the one other thing about Murray in this matchup is in the regular season, he also had to deal with Avery Bradley and, Yes, he still is going to have to deal with Danny Green, et cetera. But Bradley is just so good on guards that, you know, it is a bit of an easier matchup for Murray. So, uh, you know, that's why I'm going to have him in my lineups um, because of that factor and because he's that much cheaper than Jokic. So after those big guys, 
looking at the rest of Denver's lineup, you know I've been on Porter quite a bit, but I'm I'm concerned he only got 15 minutes in the last game, and Grant got you know 31 minutes I think. So uh, that that's a concern for me about Porter. If it is a blowout, you know I could see him mopping up in the fourth and and putting up some fantasy points late. But he's also gotten more expensive, so I, you know he's not in my initial build. Uh, I th- you may need to go to one more Denver guy for my lineup. So Grant is in consideration. Gary Harris is in consideration, but he's gotten more expensive. So I am also going to have more Lakers here. Uh, like I said, Rondo's in play for me. Caruso's in play. And Dwight Howard has been good in this matchup, uh, and he's pretty cheap. And so I think... If you get him in your lineup, you might get lower ownership because he didn't play much against Houston. But I do think he'll play more in this series. Yeah, no, all great points. Um, you know, I, one thing I wanted to mention, too, about the Lakers and why I feel so strong about this is, you know, they changed their entire philosophy and rotation uh, in this last series because of the small ball. Right. And, you know, so they so they eliminated McGee and Howard, used Morris and played small all the time. And, you know, it worked for them, but it wasn't really what Laker basketball was this year to, to get the great record that they had. Their their calling card was what they've done against Denver. And I think what they'll do here in the regular season, which is just an incredibly tough front line. I mean, to try to score in the paint on those guys is just brutal. So again, I just think it matches uh, that way. And I don't think you'll find many people in these showdown slates uh, for a lot of the reasons you just said that, that fade both the Joker and Murray, because, you know, even if they don't make value, you know, three or four X on a Murray may be needed and and it very well may be, but I, you know, I'm going to go all in on, on my, theory to, to fade them and and build the best second crew to those top two and uh, try to get all those, you know, third, mid third to, to fourth quarter points and, and try to be somewhat contrarian there. Again, that's why it's GPP ish kind of lineup. Um, you know, and I think that can work. And I think that you're going to find yourself with a pretty unique build in doing that. So I'm with you, though. I mean, it makes sense. I think that, uh, you know, this is barring that there's any foul trouble or any major issues like that that can shift things, but that's always part of it. So you got to sort of stick with what you see. But, you know, what I wouldn't recommend is trying to, you know, choose between LeBron and Davis and then putting, you know, the Joker in there with Murray and figuring you're getting three of the big four, you can afford them. You know, I mean, that's going to what most lineups are going to be. But uh, I think you also don't have to be worried, in my opinion, to leave money on the table here. You know, if it's five, six, seven, eight hundred, whatever. You know, I'm never a guy to say leave fifteen hundred or whatever on the bench. But, you know, don't worry about getting that last eight hundred and think you're getting screwed over because a guy you're trying to force in that's maybe a thousand dollars more than what you're using is a guy that may end up getting 15 minutes, you know, a Millsap or somebody like that. Who knows if it's a blowout. So anyway, oops, I lost my earpiece. <laughs> yeah. 
just to finish off that point, especially in these showdown slates, you, right. leave more, you leave more money on the table, you increase your chances of having a much more unique lineup, possibly even unique. So uh, I agree. Uh, leave leave 1500 leave 2000 And, uh, you know, especially if your game script is something like Coach is talking about, if you are scripting something sort of extreme, like a 20-point blowout, then get those bench guys in there, and, you know, you're going to have a major edge if it comes through. No doubt about it. And, you know, I will not sing on this episode. I had some great comments about my <laughs> hero singing, and, right. and Mr. Hero stepped to the plate and backed oh, yes, me he up. Oh, he yes, had he a did. terrific game. So, uh, But we'll retire the, the tunes for now. Um, if they get in the finals, maybe we'll crack them back out. But uh, real quickly, again, um, if you're not a member of DFS Coach Talk, then you're missing out on all the money and missing out on all the fun. We have the best group of members in the business, and we have some fantastic offers going right now, specifically our fall special. Isn't that correct, Andrew? That is, my good sir, yeah. Uh, jump in now. You get a nice discount on the monthly price for the rest of the calendar year. And at DFS Coach Talk, you get access to every sport, no matter what membership length of time you choose, week, month, year. But the fall special is perfect because right now, obviously, football just cranking up here. we got week two main slate on Sunday. And at DFS Coach Talk, you get full lineups for every slate. So on NFL, you'll get the, the GPP lineup, the cash lineup. On DraftKings, we do the coach's clipboard. Same thing for basketball. Every night, uh, you get multiple FanDuel lineups. So you can just plug and play. So uh, with all of the DFS sports happening right now, we're also doing baseball and golf, of course. Uh, perfect time to join us. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, some of our new members, uh, fantastic. And we, we really uh, appreciate everybody jumping in. Also, um, don't forget betus.com.pa is the place to go. 125% match on your first deposit by using the promo code COACHTALK. Uh, you can follow us throughout the day. Uh, we'll be on all morning and this afternoon tweeting stuff out. We're at DFS Coach Talk. Um, I'm at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Andrew is at Language Olympic. And Shane is at D-E-T Sports Shane. DM us questions, anything. Uh, we're very uh, interactive uh, on Twitter. If you're watching this on YouTube, we keep our seven-day-a-week podcast in front of the paywall. We always will, but we do ask you for a couple of things. Take a second. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up right on the bottom of the screen there. Uh, click the little alarm button up in the right-hand side and subscribe to our channel. It is extremely important that we get likes and subscribe so that we can continue uh, to move up the rankings and, and beat that algorithm uh, to a, a pulp on YouTube so we're getting a lot more views. Also on Instagram, we're DFS underscore Coach Talk. And as Andrew said, go to DFSCoachTalk.com. We have tons of information up there. We have a very elaborate podcast schedule and uh, all kinds of things. So uh, last thing, too, if you're, if you're listening to us on Spotify, you, uh, iTunes, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, all there's so many different uh outlets out there for podcasts we're everywhere if 
you're listening to us there specifically on iTunes or Spotify, we have a monthly membership that we give away at the end of every month. So we have just under two weeks left. The only thing you have to do to qualify is go on iTunes, hit five stars and give a quick, uh, you know, one sentence review. Spotify, just like uh, and make a comment there. We'll pull all of those at the end of the month and choose one uh, for a free month membership. Also, our charity of choice here at Coach Talk is mambaon3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. It is a wonderful charity set up by the Bryan family. And I think that covers everything, man. We are red hot. We'd love to have you jump in there. Uh, we're going to do some contests uh, coming up this weekend. We're going to do some ticket giveaways. Uh, so join in. We would absolutely love to have you. Yeah, actually, last thing. We've uh, started a new um, offering for our members. So if you want to jump in, one thing we do is we're going to give a weekly coaching session for folks who are interested, where Coach or I will get in there with you and chat and talk about uh, contest selection, lineup building, you know, whatever you have questions about. We're trying to help people improve, uh, get better, and and have more fun. I mean, it's more fun when you are learning and improving and, and having more success. So, um, you know, that's one other thing about membership is we get that one-on-one contact and coaching with you uh, to try to help you improve your game. And, and you know, we're not doing that just for saying, oh, here's another thing we offer. You know, I mean, we do it because we really care. And, you know, re, it's constantly, you know, we're, we're putting out these top 3%, 5% lineups and you have people getting in, you know, the, I call them lottery winning type of GPPs where they spend four bucks and there's 300,000 people, they have a top 5% finish and they get six bucks. And, you know, you can't build a bankroll sustainably that way. So, you know, it's important to us, you know, look at our podcasts on uh, YouTube. You can check them out right now. We have some great, great stuff on uh, contest selection, bankroll management. And the more and more we get into this with some of our members, you know, the, the guys that are playing cash and, and mixing it up are absolutely killing it with us. But those that are just, you know, cherry picking some of those, again, lotto winning type uh, GPPs, it, it becomes a tough grind. So, you know, we want to spend that time one on one. Both Andrew and I are available on Fridays. And I forgot to mention to you, Andrew, Shane also said uh, there's some time on Friday nights. He jumped in there for the NFL Excellent. stuff. Because Shane is one of the best NFL minds out there. And so, you know, we just will talk about strategy of, you know, what what are you selecting? What sites? What are the rules there? So make all all of that has to be in place before you roster a single guy. That's what people don't realize. Once you have those things all organized and set, then you start talking about lineup build strategies and things that way. So we'll get you there, man. Just come yeah. and join us. Jump in. Uh, and uh, we're real passionate about it, as you can tell. So we would love to have you. Any final words? That's it. Thank you all for joining us. Terrific. We're excited for this weekend. Golf, basketball, baseball, and football. I mean, everything you'd want. It's going to be a fantastic weekend. Uh, enjoy this podcast. Check out uh, Shane and Andrew's NFL podcast that went up already for this weekend. And uh, we will definitely catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.